It's game time. Spill and tea and talk in sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast mm-hmm. with your host, my name, D. We are talking flag football, but before we dive deep into this episode, if you like all of my episodes, please let me know, interact with me. If you missed some of my episodes before, this is your first time checking in on the podcast, you can go to your favorite podcast host, Spotify, Apple, search Out Sports, and The Game Day T. Every episode that says The Game Day T on the Out Sports uh, platform, you can listen to me. Pretty cool uh, podcast to talk about everything underneath the sun. Uh, you'll find something that you like. But to this episode, I have a pretty cool guest on. Like, I found him. Well, not really. I, I, well, I, we've been friends for a couple years, actually years on Facebook, and he's always posting these badass pictures of him catching the ball, football, and like really getting after it in flag football. And I'm like, I was just sitting around. I need to have mark on my my podcast because not too many people know much about flag football and especially in our community and leagues and that we can yes we can actually play uh sports (laughs) y'all and we're pretty good at it and so with that with that being said mark welcome to the game day t thank you thank you for having me this is a honor to be with you and kind of talk with you about this so thank you no problem welcome so we go Way back, like four flats on the Cadillac, I guess, <laughs> on Facebook. And <laughs> you strike me as somebody, you know, who with a competitive spirit. And I was watching all your, you know, your well, looking at all your photos. What even got you into flag football, Mark? Uh, it was uh, born and raised on sports. Growing up, um, you know, I was playing all the sports when I was young. Uh, my family was all into sports. Um, so I was, uh, Grew up playing tennis. Tennis was my sport, but um, mm-hmm. you know, my family. We uh, have a twin brother, and so my twin brother played football. Um, I wasn't allowed to play tackle football for. I have a heart murmur, so I wasn't allowed to play football. But my family mm-hmm. was into it. My father was his coach, so football from the get go. Um, and even like more to get into about with football is you know, me and my twin brother were named after Raiders players. So my oh. parents are literally like, like there's nothing, there's nothing around it. Like, it's, it's part of my life and I love it. Um, so <laughs> I'm named after Marcus Allen, who was on the Oakland Raiders um, and he's a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my name is literally uh, through, you know, football, um, oh. but being born and raised, always playing sports every weekend. I was, that's my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, Eventually, I was able to found the local league here in Denver, um, and that's just changed my life um, through, uh, you know, everything for me. Well, so you mentioned you played sports as a kid. What was it like growing up as a kid? Like, when did you come out? What was that like? Take me a little bit back. I'm being nosy here. I want to know all the tea. Yeah. (laughs) So what happened? yeah, when I was young, I had no clue at that time and I was just playing sports and, you know, being a kid and going with the flow, you know, showing mm-hmm. up to the course, just playing, uh, had, you know, late as like high school and definitely college is when I was picking up things of, oh, I'm gay and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, after college, so I want to say around 2010 is when I came out. Um, and I was still uh, after college, you know, you're kind of like trying to, you know, getting in the work life, uh, yeah. sports kind of like comes out, you're, you can't, you're not able to like go out and play, you know, do what you did in your youth, so go and play pick up sports with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was kind of like, it was, I didn't feel 
comfortable. It was hard coming out. Um, you know, all my friends were straight, which is great. Um, and they were all great when it came out and my family as well, but still it wasn't, it wasn't feeling my knees of sports that I had when I was growing up. It's just part of my life. Um, and who I am, I am competitive back in the day. Um, and I do enjoy it. I love watching sports, but I was missing something. And so, you know, going, going to the clubs at the bars, wasn't filling me or fulfilling me in that. And I wasn't getting what I needed mm-hmm. and finding friends. I had a common, um, you know, you know, activities and goals as I did. Um, so luckily Denver pride here is fairly big. It's one of the, like the biggest ones in, in the U S oh. um, I believe it's the fourth largest. So th- they have a, um, like a, in our civic center downtown, they had a, you know, a pride fest there. And I was just by myself walking around mm-hmm. and I walked up and I saw someone throwing a football and I was like, what, you know, what is this? And then I walked up and I started talking to this gal, Molly, mm-hmm. Molly Lehman. And she told me about this league and they just started like take two in 2008. So they're like two or three years in yeah. and I got half to play. And she like had me sign up and this is back in 2010. So it was all on paper, but you know, it's not like Facebook <laughs> or anything back then. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I, yeah, so, so I got an email and like, uh, I was not able to I have, a, we have a fall and spring season and that fall season, I wasn't able to get on, uh, cause it filled up quickly. I'm like, all right, that's weird. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And luckily they sent me an email for spring and I got in and that's oh, where it all changed. That's awesome. So yeah, what were was, like the first yeah. practices like? Uh, were you nervous about your heart murmur? Were you nervous about fitting in? Were you nervous about being accepted? What was that beginning stage for your foot flat football career like? Yeah, definitely all those worries. Uh, the heart murmur, not so much. I have that. I know when to not go crazy. Um, uh-huh. Luckily, I, I can, I'm able to run, I'm, you know running around is fine and catching and all that. And I knew how to catch a football. Mm-hmm. Luckily with growing up, that was, it's kind of like riding a bicycle. You, once you learn it, you kind of <laughs> can't forget about it, but there's, you got to learn the certain techniques to correct, uh, catch yeah. it correctly. So you don't break a finger, which I have done uh, oh my God. later in my career. Uh, See, I'm yeah, a chess um, catcher, Mark. Just... I'm a chess catcher. So and that hurts. I need to, <laughs> to catch with my hands. Any tips? Yeah. Yeah, we call it, yeah, when you're catching the ball, we call it a diamond. So you're putting your hand together and you're creating a diamond in front of you and then okay. you catch it and bring it in. Yeah. I feel and like so the diamond would open like into a crater and like my face would get hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, when the ball's coming at your face, you're more worried about catching that ball or stopping the ball from hitting you. <laughs> so you're, you're I usually, play. I usually like balls coming in my face, but I don't know about Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when it's like drilled in your face, you learn. Yeah, no, I'm not going to let that happen again. And it's also kind of like a little bit embarrassing when it like hits you in the face. And even till to this day, I'm still like, ah, you know, I, I'll, you know, not focus or whatever, and I'll get hit or I'll the ball go through my hand. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, you're taught that. Well, you were nervous a little bit, but Definitely. I guess you got uh, integrated pretty well. I mean. From the looks was, of it, you were pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, yeah. I mean, the pictures that uh, you see are, you know, fairly. I put don't post the bad ones, obviously. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yeah, my first uh, practice, my captain took me under her wing, and everyone else on the team was, you know, the, and that's every season. Every time that there's a new person in, whatever skill set you have, uh, yeah, if you even know, don't even know football, mm-hmm. or if you are a former college player we're going to teach you and we're going to let you know, like what's how this league is played and so forth. And they did, they were very nice and um, uh, taught me everything uh, right off the bat. And it was good from there. And then they were 
and they took me under the wing and that was that for the first season and it was fun and that was the thing for me it wasn't about you know playing playing the sport is absolutely you know it was fun to be able to run around mm -hmm. you know catching the ball and flagging people since it's flag football but the community aspect was was just still to this day it's just like ugh, it just filled my heart immediately and you just knew this is it this is what i needed wow we're going to take a quick break but we'll be right back with the game day tea Welcome back to the Game Day Tea. I'm your host, Dee Gill, and I'm talking to Mark Withrow about flag football. So, Mark, you're a part of the Denver Gay and Lesbian Flag Football League. What does that league mean to you? What does it mean being a part of that league? What has it done for you, and how has it helped out with the community that you're a part of? Uh, for me, 10 years, about 10 years in playing, it's family. Mm -hmm. Simply put, it's simply family um, it's and, and the community. That's literally, to put it simply. Um, I have grown as a person through this league. Um, I was my first practice, like I said, I was a little bit shy, didn't know a lot of, um, you know, gay uh, people that were played sports or anything. And if you, uh, especially with my friends that knew me back then and now I'm a completely different person. I'm more outspoken, more like freely, like, uh, myself, mm -hmm. I'm not shy. I, you know, I'm, you know, and I'm more living, I'm living my life more and thanks. I'm thankful for that league or this league, uh, for that. Um, it, it has done a lot for me for that. That's awesome. You know, I, Mark, since I've been doing this podcast, I started in the pandemic, June, actually, this is my anniversary month, I guess, since me first started doing podcasts. And I've interviewed so many people from like rugby leagues and this, that league and this, that. And it's just like, I can't wait to join something now that the world is opening back up and people are getting vaccinated it's like you all from your stories that you all tell me it's really like family where you can come together and uh, perform that sport that you're doing and feel like i just i just don't want to feel like i'm going to work and coming home right you know? and like like you said you can go to a gay bar but you don't really know everybody you can have a good time what does that get away from your normal life you know, working, coming home. What is that community? What's that one thing that you're going to do? And I'm speaking for myself. What is Darius Deagle? I need to find that one thing for me because you you found that thing with, with yeah. football. And for me, I, I was looking. I was looking for, like I said, when I was walking around the Pride event, I was looking, trying to find that outlet, something sport or, you know, something that I, I clicked to immediately. And that's what mm -hmm. it was. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. And that's, it's just uh, with our community, I guess, it's so small in a sense where, you know, we have, if you're into music, there's the choir stuff and all that. Um, and there's the gay chorus and stuff. Um, so there's a lot of avenues, but it's still like all these niches that we each have that, you know, the community, it's more, it's unfortunately still focused on the bars um, and, you know, you know, going out to the parties and so forth, which is fine. But you know, if you are wanting to go hiking, there's not really a hiking club that there, I mean, repeat football league that um, was here in Denver. Um, it's one of the largest, one of the largest ones in the nations, uh, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing we have leagues across the nation. Um, I believe there's 22 cities that are now have black football in the um, United States. And there's one in Canada and uh, mm -hmm. Toronto. So, um, the sports league, I think, are growing and are growing across the nations because uh, Providence just uh, joined and then Minnesota just started a league. Wow. Um, so it's growing. And I believe other sports are growing. I'm not too, 
Um, not sure about how the other sports are growing. I, I know kickball is growing. Uh, softball is always big, uh, but you know, our, you know, our other sports, I don't see um, growing as much yet. So hopefully that's going to happen with the other sports, but black football's there and it's mm-hmm. been here. Um, so if you've been, if you're, you have the love for football, um, you know, reach out to your local city. Uh, it's there. If you go online to the national gay flag football, um, that's our national like um, uh, committee. Um, and they, they can like direct you and help you out where to go to and uh, find you a city nearby, hopefully that you can join. Nice. So if somebody is been thinking about joining a league of some sport or just interested in flag football, but they're afraid of getting hurt or they're afraid of not being good or afraid of a, a time commitment, what would you say to them? I know you said go to the website, but um, personally, like from your own experience, what would you tell that person right now? I, if they were concerned about, have those concerns, especially in Denver, I'd say come out and watch. Come out and watch us. Uh, you're going to notice that it's not too physical in our league. Um, some other leagues do have downfield blocking, which is that can make it a little bit more physical. But at the end of the day, it's flag football, so it's not tackle football. Mm-hmm. And um, during my time as commissioner, I was, I made sure that was still true to this day. Like, if you're going to get competitive, that's great, but there's a certain aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is some flag football. This is the What's that? Some people tackle sometimes. There are incidents. That's where I would, yeah, like it's things, it, it, it can happen, but it's not, it's, you're not supposed to. That's not going to be, you're going to get a flag. You might get kicked out, especially if you do it on purpose. Um, it, it can get physical, uh, especially when it's like you get in the semifinals or championship game. That's you're mm-hmm. striving to win, uh, of course, and you're, you're diving a little bit more. Uh, you get a little <laughs> more aggressive. Uh, but after that, you have to remind people this is here for community and flag football is second in a way. Um, so you got to take it, take a step back and relax. But once you come out and watch, you can see, and there's different positions. You can be a blocker and you don't have, you're not running as much, or you can be the wide receiver and you can be running down the field all you want, or you can be the quarterback, just run the, you just sit there and throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, and definitely with defense, you're on the other side, you can be a rusher and you're running a ton. Um, and you're not really, you know, so there's different spots to put you if you're concerned about it. And every season and every year, we always get these people that come in our rookies and they're never touched football or I'm concerned and all that. Well, we're going to find you a spot uh, and we're going to make sure you're comfortable. Um, and then if you, if you don't feel like you're comfortable, then you have to, you have to speak up and let us know. We'll make sure it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and every year, like I, I, our turn, turnaround, right. It's like, everyone comes back and play. That's the thing. Like, that's why we're one of the largest leagues in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause people keep coming back to play. And I think uh, they feel comfortable playing and it's also the community. Like I said earlier, like with the family off the field and on the field, we're with you. Um, and like when you're on the field, do you got to learn how to win together? So like when you have a new player and they're kind of not understanding like a defensive scheme per se, you're coaching them from game one all the way through. If you make it to the championship, you're coaching them. Yeah. And eventually they're going to pick up on stuff and the schemes and what you're going to do. But through all that, you're talking to them and you're kind of growing, you're learning who they are. And hopefully you're, they're learning who you are and that, that you have their best interests to, you know, help them succeed yeah. playing and also having fun. Um, that's so awesome. that hopefully that's what, if, if someone's concerned that they, you can get, especially through football, um, you can definitely, um, you should, at the end of the day, you should feel comfortable playing and having fun. 
And I, what I like is when some of the pictures that you post, I see all smiles and I see people of all body different uh, body types and all age groups. It looks very inclusive, you know, uh, races, different races. So that's what I, and you know what? Denver overall sits well in my heart because it's a, it's a very progressive city. So, and uh, I, I appreciate everything that you all are doing over there. Um, being that, like I said, Denver is a progressive city. Have you still, though, experienced any homophobia in the past 10 years that you've been playing from maybe like protest or anything like that? Not in Denver, no. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to say it's not here. It's uh, Denver is progressive, but we still have our we still have problems. Um, but directly to our league and um, us, no. Uh, Luckily, the city of Denver uh, works with us and uh, we're a nonprofit. So um, we're able to, you know, have, you know, to, we're able to get in with the city and they work with us. Um, uh, and our vendors been good and the, from the, the bars, of course, to other, you know, Jersey orders and so forth. The vendors are great. I, I, my experience, I have not, but I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not there. I'm sure other players can speak up on that, that experience. Um, we're never perfect. And I think that's the thing. And then with our community, we see that we always see growth, especially, you know, you know, expanding our league to make sure we are including everyone, um, you know, through all the races and branching out. Denver is still uh, mostly a white city, to put it simply, but it's growing, of course, and we're getting more diverse. Um, and best friend who is a blocker, um, he's a little, he's a broader guy. And we always talk about, we would never have met we would never be best because we're best friends now that we would never have met at a bar and hung out with each other mm-hmm. that would never happen and then but through this league we met and now we're best friends and same with uh we have ladies it's a co-ed league mm-hmm. um and so our ladies uh same thing uh out on the bars we probably want to be ch- chatting with them but here in the league um I, we met them and now when we were all at the bars we would hang out and that's the one thing with denver is since we're the largest co-ed as well when we travel for tournaments, we're, we find it awkward when we go to the events and we're seeing the guys on other cities not talking to their girls. Hmm. Um, and cause some of the, some of the leagues are still separate where the ladies play in their own league and mm-hmm. then the men play in their own league. And we're for us, we're kind of a little bit like, why, why aren't y'all hanging out? What's the problem? <laughs> like these ladies are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're athletes that some of them are way better athletes than myself speaking um they i get burnt a lot of time by these ladies um, our traveling team has won the gable uh which is our national tournament in october uh for the past 10 years so like our ladies are pretty good so awesome. uh, so that's what denver is very inclusive um and we love it we don't want to change that so we're trying to keep it there's and we're not going to change that's just what it's it's working uh, it's always has and it's it's just fun. Like I said, it's a family and you meet new people, like the people you didn't, like I said, you didn't, I didn't think I'd hang out with my best friend. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, now we're, and we're playing against each other and we're still having fun. That's amazing. I want, I want you to boast a little bit. How many uh, championships have you won, sir? <laughs> um, <laughs> League wise, I just won my third this past season. Congratulations. Over, I believe I'm 10 years in with this league about traveling wise, we have traveling, uh, we have Prideville uh, that we ha- go to every, we're going next, actually this, this next weekend, last mm-hmm. weekend of June, um, it's a national tournament and I've won there once and an MVP turn, uh, tournament player as well. 
And then uh, Gable, I won in the San Diego tournament. That's uh, and that's Gable's played every year in October. Um, so traveling wise, those are my accomplishments as well. Oh. Well, yeah. if y'all are traveling out to San Francisco or Oakland or San Jose, uh, let me know because I would love to come support y'all and interview a couple of people in person now that the world is opening back up. I hope to get more in-person interviews for the game day tea. But um, Mark, this has been really interesting and eye-opening like the ins and outs of your sport. And I'm, I want to sign up. <laughs> you sold me. And I hope yeah. anybody listening to this, especially if we have people in Denver, go check them out. Go to the webpage, uh, which is? Uh, just dgllff.com or just Dem Google Denver Gay Lesbian Black Football will pop up. Um, we also have a Facebook page, so just look under there as well. All right, and check them out and find your local flag football league. Hopefully they have one and join. No hurting or going to practice, going to a game and seeing, seeing if you enjoy it. We need to stay active. You know, I always tell my friends, Marcus, like if I, I always tell them, you know what, I'm going to retire by 40 one day. But it's like, <laughs> if, if I want to do that, I want to be healthy to enjoy that. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a good way to exercise and, and, like you said, be a part of the community. And I really yeah. thank you for sharing your story today on the Game Day Tea with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, if people want to reach out to you directly to get more information or just say hello, hey, you really inspire me or what's going on, how can they do that? Uh, Facebook, uh, so Mark, Mark with a C, Withrow, W-I-T-H-R-O-W, uh, that should be able to find, you should be able to find me there. Um, Instagram as well, um, that's probably the best way to reach out to me. Awesome, and and y'all, when I say Mark loves his sports, he can talk to you about any sport, not just flag football, okay? And also, he likes EDM music, so yes. you can <laughs> you can talk about that as well with him. Well, yeah, Mark, I might see you at a festival too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Mark, I appreciate your time, uh, and, and like always, I end every single episode with by saying, be true, be you, and be fierce. Take care, everybody.